0: This episode is brought to you by my Book More Birthdays with Ads course. If you would like to book out your birthday calendar for six months and beyond, spend less time and money marketing, and finally see results with strategic Facebook, Instagram, and Google ads, and not those random boosted posts, I created this program just for play-based business owners like you. This program will completely demystify the Facebook and Instagram ads manager and the Google ads manager and give you step-by-step instruction to set up ads that will run in the background of your business, generating a constant flow of leads, sales, and bookings, all with just a few dollars a day in ad spend. To learn more about how my Book More Birthdays with program works and learn more about the bonuses that you can unlock when enrolling, like all my best performing ad copy and creative templates, head to the show notes. The price for this one-of-a-kind program is going up very soon. I'll see you on the inside. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families and you wanna operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All right, Playmakers, so recently on my Marketing Junkie podcast and on my Play Cafe Academy YouTube channel, I had the opportunity to interview Google Ads expert, Chris Caruana, who I also happen to be married to. This is one of the most highly requested topics that I get. So it was great to get Chris's take on many of the misconceptions out there around Google ads, like that they are overly complicated and are more expensive than other forms of advertising, such as Facebook ads, print ads, all that good stuff. So in this episode I wanted to share four quick takeaways that I got from my conversation with Chris and I hope these takeaways get the wheels of your mind turning a little bit and starting to think of how you can grow your business easily using Google Ads without hiring an expert or anything like that because yes Google Ads are very different all around from Instagram and Facebook ads and really most other forms of advertising so if you want to see the full interview which I think you might after this episode again I linked the full YouTube video that we did in the show notes so check it out if this episode intrigues you and if you want to get Chris's full training on step by step by step exactly how to set up Google ads for your indoor playground business and see a real life example it's included with my book, more birthdays with ads course. So I go through a deep dive in how to execute Facebook, Instagram, and Google ads specifically for your indoor playground business. I'm going to link to all that information in the show notes as well. And there's also an opportunity coming up in the fall for my book, more birthdays challenge, which which leads into the course. So again, all of this information is linked in the show notes. All right, if you are curious about Google Ads or are just getting started, here are some takeaways from my conversation with Chris and some things to know about Google Ads before you dive in. All right, takeaway number one, Google Ads are not like other online ads, such as Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, I'm going to keep this takeaway short because I'm going to elaborate on this point throughout the episode, but... Basically, Google ads and something like Facebook ads are two different types of marketing tactics entirely, and they should be treated as such. So for example, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok ads, and honestly, radio and print ads, if you want to group them in here as well, are all what we call interruption marketing meaning while these ads may be targeted, so you can select people's area, their demographics, if they have children or not, all that good stuff, these ads are still shown to customers who are engaging actively in another task. And these ads aim at drawing their attention away from whatever they are doing. So interrupting their scrolling, listening, reading, et cetera. After all, when was the last time you opened a social media app with the purpose of being sold to. You likely use those types of apps to engage with friends and family, get a quick distraction, get news updates, all that good stuff, not to see ads or to make a purchase or a booking. It's often much more difficult, even with a great ad and an offer and even utilizing targeting to use interruption marketing to convert a scroller into a customer. However, Google ads are a type of search marketing, meaning the ads will only be shown to those who are actively searching for a product or a service. So for example, someone typing in indoor play areas for toddlers in Rochester, New York can be shown an ad for local indoor play areas or somebody typing in birthday venue for a one-year-old in Buffalo, New York. You can actually get in front of those people who are actively looking for these things. So because they are using specific keywords and phrases to search and are focused on that task, they are much more likely to convert into a customer and are what we like to call, quote unquote, hot leads. While all of these types of advertising can have a solid place in your overall marketing strategy, It's important to note that they are not apples-to-apples comparison, and they have key differences, which makes their cost different as well, which I'll detail next. But just know diversifying your advertising and marketing methods, both organic and paid methods, and both interruption and search-based marketing – is key to a successful and sustainable business long-term. So the key here isn't that one form of advertising is better than the other. They're just different in both your intention and the customer's intention. All right, takeaway number two, Google Ads can be less expensive than many other ways to advertise online. So as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, Google Ads often get the reputation for being super expensive. However, this reputation is unfortunately perpetuated based upon business owners looking at the data incorrectly or looking at the wrong data. So for example, many people only look at one or two metrics when comparing Google ads to another form of ad. So we can just use Facebook ads here as an example. So many business owners, especially the ones that I work with, love to point out that the cost per click of a Google ad is often much higher than the average cost per click of a Facebook ad. In the same sense, the cost per lead or the cost per obtaining an email address or contact information of a potential customer using a Google ad is also often much more expensive than the average cost per lead of a Facebook ad. However, looking at these metrics alone completely leaves out the big picture here, the one that actually matters to your sales and your bottom line. The metric we should be comparing is the cost per conversion of the different platforms. So what I mean by conversion is the cost per sale, the cost per booking, the cost of a new customer acquired. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about cost per conversion, actually money being generated on your site. So while clicks and leads may be easier and less expensive to come by on Facebook and Instagram, the quality of these clicks is almost always lower than a click or a lead from a Google ad. And like I said, therefore less likely to convert at least immediately into a customer. This is why Google ad clicks and leads cost more. They're more likely to convert But because these clicks are quote-unquote hotter, you may be very likely actually saving money in the end. Does that make sense? It all ties back into how Google finds you these leads or these potential customers. When someone types something, so for example, birthday party venue for a toddler in Rochester, New York, they are clearly interested in making a party booking in the immediate future. With Facebook and Instagram, you have to hope that based on your targeting, that a scroller will not only be interested in a birthday party venue, but that they also have the time and the will to do their research and make a booking while they're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, whatever platform that your ad is on. And yes, of course, you can set up retargeting ads to get some of these uh, casual scrollers back to booking when the timing is right. But that's a conversation for another time. And I actually already have a bunch of podcast episodes related to retargeting ads and this type of strategy. So go ahead and scroll through. I have a ton of episodes about Facebook and Instagram ads. So I'm not going to get too deep into it in this episode. But to wrap this point up, make sure that you are analyzing the most important data point the cost per sale or booking or new customer, or in other words, your cost per conversion, when you are determining which advertising platforms are bringing you the most business in the most cost-effective manner. And in turn, this will make it really easy for you to decide where you should focus most of your advertising budget into, because we are all about growing your profits here on this podcast not just your followers or your website traffic, your actual revenue and profits. All right, the next takeaway that I got from my conversation with Chris is what type of businesses can Google Ads work for? And the short answer was any business. However, Chris recommends that you tailor your approach to Google Ads depending on your business type. So for example, local businesses who have one very specific service, so for example, local indoor playgrounds, they can run Google Ads directly to a special offer or a landing page or a booking page for their local service. Their area is specific enough to make this effective even with competition. Now for online businesses, so if you have a subscription box or a retail store or any service or product that can work for a nationwide or worldwide audience, there can often be much more competition and a much larger area to target. So if you're looking to use Google Ads to grow these revenue streams in your business, Chris recommends running ads to either a lead magnet, so for example, a checklist or a guide or a PDF or something like that. If you're a coach or some kind of special discount or offer, if you're an online retail store or a subscription box service or anything like that. Since customers, if you're focusing on a nationwide or a worldwide audience, have more options, it may be harder to make a sale or book an appointment directly from the ad, again, especially if your products or services are relatively expensive. So Chris recommends, like I said, running ads to a lead magnet, which can be as simple as a discount Or a free piece of value, like I said, so a quiz, a checklist, something like that, that simply gets someone onto your email list so that you can follow up with the prospective customer, establish a relationship with them, and then eventually convert them into a paying customer throughout your sales funnel process. The important thing to note here is that some businesses will not expect to generate a sale directly from the ad, or they shouldn't expect to. The follow-up process for these types of businesses is an extremely important part of the equation and actually can be much more important than the Google ad itself. So you shouldn't rely solely on Google ads alone to generate business. You have to make sure that you have all parts of your sales funnel in place. So you need a way to cl- to get contact information. You need a welcome sequence, which I talk about in episode two of this podcast. You need a way to form a relationship with your customers. You need to be able to send them content that they're interested in. And like I said, forge these relationships so that down the line, they will make a booking and become a customer. Lead magnets can work for local businesses as well, even if you don't have a nationwide or a worldwide offer or retail store or anything like that, especially if you have a lot of competition. So for example, I've seen a lot of Google ad competition for bounce house rentals or soft play rentals or tent rentals, things like that. Many of these companies can be running ads concurrently in one specific area. So it's not impossible, it's just a little bit trickier. So tell me, which ad are you more likely to click on? An ad for a free birthday party checklist or a special unique offer to that ad? so one that they may not be able to replicate or find elsewhere, or an ad that asks you to simply make a booking or sends you to a generic homepage right away. It's likely that you will go for the free piece of value or the special discount or unique offer. And another note here is you should always be testing, just like with Facebook and Instagram ads. I recommend running ads both to a lead magnet and directly to your booking page or a specific offer and see which your customers prefer. There are nuances in every industry and area, so make sure you try different things before putting too much effort and money into a single campaign. All right, last takeaway, takeaway number four. What is the biggest mistake most businesses make with Google Ads? And the biggest mistake that Chris sees with his clients who come to him with ads that are not working actually has little to do with the ads themselves. Instead, Chris notices that most of these businesses are simply sending ads directly to the business homepage, making it really difficult for the prospect to understand exactly what their next steps are or where they should go or who they should contact or what the heck they're supposed to do. So instead of sending people just to your homepage, Chris again recommends that people using Google Ads create a simple and clear landing page or offer just for people visiting via the Google Ads. This, again, allows you to offer something specific, so a lead magnet or a super special birthday party offer that they won't be able to find elsewhere on your website. And it will also allow you to measure your results more accurately because you know that all traffic to that page or all people that make a booking through that offer are coming from the Google Ad directly. The key here is to make the page clear and easy to navigate. Make it so simple for that potential customer to book, buy, or enter their information so that you can follow up with them. The more difficult you make the process, the less effective your ad strategy will be. So don't just run a generic Google ad saying, come visit the best indoor playground in Rochester, New York, and send them to your homepage. Get really specific on what your customers are searching for. Do a little keyword research and put the exact offer that you know can help them or solve whatever problem they're looking to solve at the top of their search results. And I highly recommend, and so does Chris, recommending with one of your revenue streams. So for example, birthday parties. Figure out exactly what people are searching for in your area when it comes to baby, toddler, preschool, birthday parties, and really hone in on that ad strategy. Come up with a special offer. And then once you start seeing results and success from this, branch into another revenue stream. So maybe your memberships or maybe open play packages or summer camps, something like that. But it's okay to start small here with one revenue stream and then work your way up from there. And again, I just want to reiterate, you do not have to hire an expert to have success with Google Ads. If you're a member of my Book More Birthdays with Ads course, you already have the exact step by step Google Ads training at your fingertips. So go to michellecaruana.com slash login and access that special Google Ads training and see Chris set up again, step-by-step, a real birthday party Google ad for a real indoor playground from scratch. So many of my students have already replicated this process based on Chris's training and are seeing amazing results. So if you're a member, log in and access the training. It's brand new. And if you are not yet a member of the course, you can go ahead in the show notes. I have the course sales page linked if you need more information or if you would like to become a student. And if you would like to participate in my next Book More Birthdays challenge, you can go ahead and sign up for the waitlist. It will be kicking off in the fall of 2022. And if you want to learn more about Google Ads, but you're not ready to sign up yet, you can watch my full interview with Chris that we did on YouTube with the link in the show notes. All right. I will see you guys tomorrow with another tip. Have a great week.